To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Andrew Dickens Afternoons podcast from Newstalk ZB. All right. Well, the World Cup has finished. It's still a month down under with a victory for Spain, who, I hope, took the time out to thank Palmerston North for the city's contribution towards their success. After all, one would presume that if uh, Spain was so bored with the palmy nightlife, then they'd be getting good sleeps and spending plenty of time practicing and improving their game during the day, which ended up seeing them win the whole thing. Thank you so much, Palmerston North. And this is the magic of this World Cup, that New Zealand was so significantly and visibly involved in one of the premier sporting events in the world. We hosted half the draw in a tournament whose ratings far exceeded anything we've hosted before. This was bigger than the Rugby World Cup, certainly bigger than the America's Cup, bigger than the Commonwealth Games. Two billion pairs of eyes watched us. And despite what some negative columnists wrote about our domestic problems being visible to the world, I can assure you that was not the case. I know I've talked to friends overseas. We looked great. And if a fraction of the two billion eyes decide to visit us in the future, that's a win. Now, the monetary benefit is still to be calculated. Some people talk in 200 million. But it's fair to say the whole thing was an unqualified success. And we owe this to public servants, believe it or not, public servants from the council and the government who oiled the wheels in the first place. You've got to know the business and how these things end out where they, they end out. Some of the workers at Tataki Auckland Unlimited have been working for 15 years to convince FIFA that we were up to the task. They gave us a boys' tournament. They gave us a girls' tournament. They gave us the under-20. They watched us, and then they went, yes, they can do this. They had to battle against superpowers like England. England was not confident that New Zealand and Australia could host this World Cup, which is why there is some karma in the fact that they lost the final. But we got there because there were people who were prepared to fight for the thing for 15 years. But those people are currently under threat. Wayne Brown wants his civil service to return to you know, rubbish bins and water and no more. 200 jobs are going at Tataki Auckland Unlimited. It's the sort of short-sighted populist policy that is alarming Auckland businesses who understand that nothing happens without incentives. Uh, and they told the mayor that back in May. This is why Coldplay is playing Perth. This is why Taylor Swift is playing Sydney and Melbourne and neither of those bands or artists are playing New Zealand. It's because Perth and Sydney and Melbourne cut Coldplay and Taylor Swift a deal and the country came in and helped out. So Axe David Seymour is waging the same sort of fatwa against public servants that Wayne Brown is and he continued it this morning. Now look, I have no problem with our public servants being hit with KPI targets. Of course, that's, that's sense. I do have a problem with them not being called professional. Uh, They are as professional as they think they need to be. I think the word he was really looking for was commercial. I have a problem with his belief that this country can survive what he would do to the public workforce. A few months ago, David Seymour said he would cut $1 billion out of the public sector in a week. He went further. 
reckoning he could cut $38 billion out of the annual bill. He particularly dislikes event incentives and sweetheart deals for things like films. He doesn't like government support of research and development. He calls all this corporate welfare. He wants to eviscerate Stephen Joyce's innovation, which is MB. He believes that business initiatives should stand on their own feet. I understand the, the logic to that, but at the same time, he's ignoring the fact that without some seed money, without some public money, some of these things wouldn't even crawl, let alone stand on their own feet. The sort of cost-cutting David Seymour is suggesting would also provoke an enormous austerity within the wider economy. And public servants, remember, buy goods and services from the private sector, but they don't if they're unemployed. But, you know, this is a popular policy, and I understand why. I totally get it. He is exploiting an embedded dislike of public servants that has been stoked along by small government capitalists for decades now. We've included consultants into all that. Uh, the belief that all public servants and all consultants are bad wastes of money and stuff would happen without them. Well, yes, some stuff would happen, but not at the scale we've enjoyed lately. After all, what business is prepared to throw 15 years of effort and incentive at an event like the FIFA Women's World Cup that might not even happen? For more from Andrew Dickens Afternoons, listen live to Newstalk ZB or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.